Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. You know how um, when we take uh, sips of drinks, like it's refreshing, you give like a ah afterwards, like a, like a nice yeah. What if instead I'm gonna demonstrate? What if instead we uh, we did this as a society? What if we took sips and went ah? <laughs> can I can I uh, uh, hazard uh, an attempt? Please, yeah. Or perhaps a another example? Yeah, if you want to pitch an alt, go for it. Excellent, excellent. Thank you. Um, what if it was a more of like a... Beep. Did you make a sound? I, I did. <laughs> it was very high-pitched, so it was like oh, a okay. like the, like the <laughs> So, like, um, Discord didn't pick it up, but the recording sure did. All right, I got one more, one more okay. for you. Okay, yeah. Okay. It's a long sip. My hemorrhoids are acting up. Wowzers, okay. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I am Griffin. I am Zach, and a big day is looming on the horizon, mm-hmm. but it's not quite here yet. Because Not quite here yet. It will be episode 99. Jubilations. <laughs> just, just so jubilant, really. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we're just here to talk about some crazy shit with y'all, yeah. and uh, hopefully you like it. Uh, before we get into the episode proper, I have a little segment at the top that I'd like to, to play with you, my friend, Zach. Oh, okay. Um, I, I asked you before we started recording to choose uh, three animals. Yeah, I was to pick um, a couple things. Yeah. You know how animals have, like, collective nouns? You know, there's, like... You know, a pack of wolves. A yeah, I think we've, we we played we played a game like this uh, a while ago, or that, or we just sat there and read a bunch. I don't remember. I think it was the the latter. Um, this segment will be a, a spoof on the former, which is uh, I don't care what they're actually called. We're gonna make up what we think the collective nouns should be for given uh, groups of animals. I love this. So I'm gonna read one to you. You come up with what its collective noun is, and then we'll switch. Okay, cool. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? No, you can go. For, you just said that you were gonna go first, so you okay. go for it first. Okay, okay. So, um, the first animal that we're, you're gonna come up with a collective noun for is uh, the sim- the 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 simple rabbit. The simple rabbit, um, a fuck shack rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like they get down and busy a lot. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Fuck shack, shack of it, rabbits. It's, it's a fuck shack. Well, I guess I guess we could we could do our dear friend Fred Schneider and the B fifty twos. Um, a love shack. A favorite, and say a love shack of rabbits. I both are good. Both are good. <laughs> Scientifically, the, I think the a love fuck shack. shack is a little place where. Okay. I think the the scientific community will appreciate Love Shack a bit yeah. more than Fuck, than Shack. fuck Shack. But I'm into it. Awesome. Alright, your turn. Uh, the otter. An otter. The otters. Um, hmm. Aren't otters like secretly evil? No. Oh. No, that's I like, like penguins. They, I feel like they do evil shit, but they no, look that's, that No, that's penguins. Penguins are penguins, dolphins. They're evil as hell. Okay, dolphins. Just, I knew. Yeah. They just look cute. Yeah, penguins are fucked up. Um, a parade of otters. A parade of otters. That's cute. I think. I think their actual collective noun is a raft. Nice. That's because, very good. Because when they when they sleep in the water, they hold hands. That's kind of what I was going like yeah. trying to come up with. Uh, uh, I was gonna say like a chain of otters, but that's chain a little, is pretty good too. I yeah, like that. that's that's definitely what I was. Um, envisioning okay my next one for you zach uh, uh, uh the orangutan the orangutan a well because you know there's like the barrel of monkeys so like yeah. and, and also since the you know, orangutan like has like like orange almost in the name mm-hmm. i was thinking a bushel 
<laughs> I like that. A bushel of orangutans. <laughs> they come in bushels. You can buy they come them from in the bushels. store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then also a barrel of monkeys, a, a bushel of orangutans. Perfect. That's, that's golden. Go. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You know what? I didn't try to make a joke with that one. I was just like, this is a cute thing. That's a slam dunk. There we go. Slam dunk. Um, Let's go with A. Vulture. Mm. Um, a conspiracy of vultures. Ooh, that's. I I want to know now, like, because I, I feel like that would end up being an actual collective noun for something. If it if it's actually vultures, I'm about to lose my mind. This just says, uh, wait. <laughs> it's apparently a kettle of vultures. Oh, it's a kettle. A kettle. Or uh, when you see vultures at rest in a tree or a fence post, that's a committee of vultures. <laughs> so, Hi, have we have we reached quorum? Have we reached quorum? Yeah. Apparently, apparently, this according to this uh, Google pop up, it's different based on what shenanigans the vultures are up what, to. What state they're currently in? If you see vultures feeding on dead animals, if you see them uh, a, a group feeding, you're in the presence of a wake of vultures. Hmm. I like mine. I like a conspiracy because they're always they always seem like they're up to shit. Yeah, they're like, what's going on? That's the sound of my. All right, and what's your third? Um, my third is uh the what some people think is the world's ugliest animal, the blobfish. Oh, you know they're only that. Because as they get to the surface, the difference in pressure makes them go all blobby. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say, A, I don't know why the first word that came to my mind was a foible. A Ooh. foible of blobfish. It's just because it's fun to say. Yeah, a foible. It's got good, um, like the whole phrase is good to say. Yeah. I'm into or- foible. Yeah, or a campground of blobfish, because, you know, like, there's, like, the blob at camp. (laughs) What a great poll. (laughs) A campground of blobfish. I love that. They're going off to camp. Yeah. All right, so, Griffin, Mm -hmm. you know me. I tend to um, really like my obscure animals. You sure fucking do. I I sure do. Uh, It would be the tapir. Oh, T-E-P-I-R. I love the tapir. The weird stripy back end, almost elephant snout. According to Google, it's tapa. A tapa. Or taper. Yeah. Oh, tapir. I thought it was tapir. Tapir. A taper. You're going to taper off. Sure. Yeah. Um, Hmm. A workshop of tapers. <laughs> <A workshop> of tapers. <laughs> I like that a lot actually. <laughs> oh man, that's very good. I um I, I'm going to uh, one cuz this was a a, a a very fun conversation I got into someone a while ago with um mm-hmm. what what would be the collective noun uh for a group of white guys? I've heard this before. It's a podcast. <laughs> well, I've heard it. I, I, I like a podcast a lot. I like an improv group. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> an improv group of white guys. And that we are that, an improv podcast. That that or a frat house of, of white guys. Improv group or podcast paints us in a slightly better light. Yeah. So. Well, apparently it's just a herd of, t- of taper. Same that thing doesn't with surprise a, me. Same thing with an, with an okapi. Okapi? I almost I almost chose Okapi. Okapi or, or Okapi or whatever. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed my game, Zach. Yeah, that's a good game. Hey. <laughs> Shall we uh get into the episode proper? I think we should. Oh, right. actually, before we jump in, some some news. Um Yes. I've I've talked about it on TSS, but uh beginning of November, November uh fourth through the sixth, myself, Griff here. Uh, all the AP, all the another path folks, all of the TSS folks, and some other folks from around the Ghost Like Media network will be at Akatacon in Dayton. Akatacon, Akatacon. I think it's either. It's because it's, like, it's, it's it's RPG Academy. So I, so I think it's, it's like Akatacon. Acad, yeah, Akatacon. Akatacon. Sure. Like Cad. The first syllable of Academy. Yeah. Con. Akad. 
A cad. A cad. A cad. Sure. A cad. A cad. Fuck. A cad. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, but what? we'll be there. It's in Dayton, Ohio, uh, November 4th through the 6th. Um, yeah. You can find all the information for that at Acadacon, A-C-A-D-E-C-O-N.com. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have a booth. All of Ghostlight Media. Come say hi. Chase, uh, Mr. Greenlee and I, as well as a couple other, uh, one of the people from RPG Academy and then uh, one of their other uh, noted guests are doing a uh, are doing a panel on GMing for podcasts called Running for the World. Um, that would be Saturday at 10 a.m. Rad. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, keep an eye out on our socials on Twitter. We'll be uh, talking elsewhere. about it probably to no end. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If um, you can come check us out. Come check it out. Come say hi. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. All right. Now let's go into the episode. Sorry. Uh, all right. All good. Uh, so we're returning to Cobalt Press's Tome of Beasts two. Two. Um, and let's just get right into it, shall we? Oh, well, please. Hey, we got this. This is a good one. I think this, this started off at spooky season. Like yeah. Zach, we got our friend Yowler. The Yowler? It's it looks like an animated cat from a Halloween movie. It's like a li- pets, it, like Pet Cemetery? Sure. I've seen that film. <laughs> I've never seen you say those words as unconfidently. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, as you well know, I don't you're not, watch you're not a, a lot of guy. films. No, no, you don't. It's not that I'm not a movie guy. It's just not my go-to recreational yeah. activity, especially by myself. <laughs> Fuck that. I don't watch movies by myself. Anyway. Uh, a small house cat gently purrs and twitches its tail. Suddenly, it lets loose a blood-curdling yowl as it arches its back. An illusion gives way to the true creature, a rotting, undead cat with glowing green eyes, long teeth, and claws like knives. Yowlers are undead house pets and familiars with a score to settle and a hatred (laughs) for the living. (laughs) Oh, no. I got a bone to pick with you. So it's not just cats. What? It's, it's house pets and familiars. Oh, you're right. Many house pets and familiars have terrible masters who mistreat the animals in life. When these creatures die, often a part of the master's mistreatment, night hags find the animal's souls and send them back to inhabit their bodies. The soul re-enters the old vessel, resulting in the creation of a yowler, an undead creature with supernatural powers, a burning desire for revenge on its old master, and a hatred of all living creatures. These things fucking rule. They really fucking do. They're horrifying, but here we are. This is the this is what goes wrong when it's not all about love baby. It's yeah, exactly. That's why it's always about love baby. Otherwise you end up with yowlers. With yowlers and oh, well, there's gonna be someone out there who's like, you know what? I can rock with this. <laughs> uh they're tiny undead, chaotic evil. Uh, they've got a 40-foot speed, 30-foot climb with their nasty claws. Oh, it's got some nasty claws. Bonuses to perception and stealth, immunities to poison, resistances to necrotic, fear, etc. Uh, the Yowler's undead form is constantly covered with a magical illusion that makes it look like it did in life. The effect is suppressed uh, for a minute if the Yowler attacks or uses Yowl. The changes wrought by the illusion uh, fail to hold up to physical inspection. For example, the Yowler's fur appears soft and silky, but someone touching it would feel the Yowler's rotten fur and exposed bones. What? Otherwise, a creature must take an action to visually inspect the illusion and succeed on a DC-15 investigation check to discern its true appearance. Snap. Uh, oh, there's some flavor text that I missed. Apologies. Uh, yeah, this illusionary mask. Unless a Yowler has recently acted violently, illusionary magic makes it appear uh, to look as it did in life. Uh, cool, we just read basically the same thing. After a Yowler has taken its revenge on its former master, a necromancer or night hag might adopt the Yowler as a familiar. The Yowler's illusionary masks make the creatures uh, excellent spies, and they are tougher than the average familiar. While these masters may show affection to their yowlers, the undead pets still harbor a hatred for all living creatures, including those to whom they are currently bound. So it's like, I'll work for you, but I'm not going to be happy about it. 
yeah, like, I need the, I need a job. I need like to the, pay rent. The, like the old hound dog from Fox and the Hound. Yeah. You know, should, yeah. <laughs> I don't like being here. It's like, well, what are you doing then? It's like my back legs are broken. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a bite that can poison you. They've got claws and they've got this yowl. Uh, it says here, the yowler lets loose a horrid scream. Each hostile creature within 30 feet of the yowler must succeed on a DC 12 wisdom save or become frightened for one minute. And they can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of their turns. And if they succeed on the saving throw, they're immune to the yowl for 24 hours. So that you can't keep getting yowled. You can't keep getting yowled. All right, Griff. Mm. Important question. Yeah. What would be the worst house pet to be a yowler? Goldfish. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's like that scene in, um, in Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Uh, when the merman is like. Yeah. <laughs> you just hear the little fins. And it's like. Yeah, it's trying really hard to yell <laughs> like, in but the fishbowl. But it's still uh, terrifying. It's still horrible. I would say a ferret would be really bad. Ooh, it's already yeah. tubey, all tubey and worm-like. Very, very and it's rattly. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it would click, 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 click. It'd be like I have a kalimba. <laughs> As it just kind of tube snakes around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking uh, xylophone. Exactly. <laughs> like a car- yeah, like a cartoon skeleton, exactly. I love that. What's the best yowler? Oh, the best yowler, um, like a like a macaw, like when you people keep like the big birds. Yes, yes. Like was it, yeah the African was it an African macaw like the like the cute like gray ones? Sure. Yeah, there's, sorry, there's one on on TikTok named Apollo. I follow. One oh, one oh. Didn't expect animals to become social media influencers. Hey, in I'm this fine with it. I like... follow so many animals on TikTok. Like, <laughs> well, this is so cute. There's a very cute, uh, cute uh, Maine Coon cat with a whole bunch of thumbs named Teddy. He's really cute. Yeah, he's just hanging out. That's just a whole. There's a monkey a named. Win- There's a spider monkey named Winston. Very cute. We were all obsessed with that pug for a long time. Uh, yeah, pug. Uh, uh, oh, God. Noodle. Noodle? Yeah, Noodle. Noodle, the, fortune, the, pug. the alleged yeah, the fortune telling pug. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was no- perhaps the that fastest was okay. I'd ever seen a trend rise and fall. Yeah, it got real big real fast and it just died off. And then that guy cashed out, and honestly, I respect him. For hey, that. really, though? I mean, that look, that dog could only do that for so long. <laughs> look yeah. how old that thing was. Well, is I think Noodle's still alive. Uh, who's to say? Who's to say? Um, obviously, I was also in like thinking in the bird category. Oh, yeah. so um, hmm, a good yowler. I mean, they they kind of hit it on the, on the head with, with the kitty cat. W- with like, the kitty cat, yeah. yeah. Kitty cat's pretty good. What's an unusual house pet? Ooh, like when people got like like a lobster. Oh, that or like you know, like <laughs> when people got like a bearded dragon. Like a bearded dragon Ooh. yowler would be like, or a rat, <laughs> or a rat, yeah, or or a fucking hamster, and it's just there you got go. like its cheeks fucking filled. To oh the no, with it's bones. Like, <laughs> it's got people's fingers. its cheeks are filled it's with bones. Fingers fucking sticking out of its mouth. Like, <laughs> Uh, I love this. I'm here for it. God damn. Yowler's rule. The perfect Halloween familiar. It will not like you. No, it will not. Now, Unless yeah, you it, are also a skeleton, it will not yeah. like you. Now, stick with the kitties and we could revisit one of our past episodes. There was the Tressum, the little winged yeah. cat. No, get that. Make that a yowler. Ooh. So yeah. you've got like gross, like missing feathers and it's like, oh. hey, hey. Nasty, yeah, carrion tressum. Yeah. A little nasty face. A little, little nasty bitch. <laughs> I love it. Yowlers are good. They will Yowlers hate are, you. Yowlers are good. They will hate you. You know, uh, necromancers that like, you know, hey, hit us up. Skeleton on the inside, bad. Skeleton on the outside, good. Great. All right. 
Yeah, we found uh, Stephen King's pet cemetery, and we're just you know. <laughs> Anything we find on the side of the road, down it goes. Woo! All right. Well, uh, we got anything else to talk about with these? Negative. Okey doke. Well, I'm out, of, uh, I'm out of energy drink though. You're out of energy drink. I'm sorry, my man. Sad. You'd be like me and crack into a wonderful hashtag not sponsored Canada Dry ginger ale. I don't have any. If only Canada Dry would send me some. <sighs> if only. Hey. TSS, we're trying real hard to get sponsored. I know. By I'm saying, like, you guys deserve it first. Before we're trying show. so hard to get sponsored by Canada Dry. <laughs> what, what of the things to get sponsored by? Like Miatis, forget it. Blue Apron, forget it. Canada, Canada Dry, Dry? Ginger <laughs> Please, thank you. You good? We ready? We're moving. Yeah, let's on? go. Let's go. So this one's a little more fun. Mm. So this is called the Wearinax. 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 W e r y n a x. We're an axe. So when this I've got is a, when I've got an axe on my belt, I'm wearing, wearing an axe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's good. Uh, hi, my love. Nicole's here. Hi, Nicole. Say hi to the folks at home, Nick. Hello, folks at home. Where are you going? <laughs> are you going to get your nose pierced? She's gonna go get her nose pierced. Rad. So, this thing's got a lot going on, Griff. Yeah. So the Weirinex, um, I've never heard the 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 uh, of this animal before, but it says it resembles a giant uh, scaled stoat. Yeah, a stoat's like a little um, is it like a member of the weasel family? Sort yeah, of it's thing? a little or? weasel. If you've heard of ermine before, no. It's like um, ermine was the fancy fur that all the rich people would want. Oh. Oh, yes, it's it's 100% ermine. Uh, it's, <laughs> okay. It's uh yeah, they're it's it's a stoat. Oh, all right. They're a little they're a little little wild weasels. Yeah, it looks like a kind of like a sable sort of thing. Yeah, it's in that zone. But yeah, it resembles a giant scaled stoat. Oh wow, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Uh with savage tusks jutting from the corners of its mouth, this monster bears a set of diaphanous that's a hard word to say diaphanous moth-like wings that radiate all colors of the spectrum yeah so it's like it's like one of your favorite critters the pangolin in terms of like the scales scales it's very pangolin yeah it's shaped like a weasel has two gigantic tusks and two fucking like holographic rainbow insect wings yeah and it's kind of got like those draconic like like mutton chop spiky <laughs> yeah, guys going on you know what I'm talking sure. about for sure for sure totally uh, but yeah it says eaters of magical energy oh. we are next is a fearsome predator that supplements its diet with magical energy from the natural world occasionally disrupting plant growth rates water cycles and weather patterns what huh. the fuck what? Fortunately, Weirinex are solitary creatures, though female Weirinex are fiercely protective of their young and may have a litter of up to a dozen offspring. Most Weirinex live in forests and grasslands. So they just they have, eat barometric pressure? Or well, like, it says that they, su- they, supple- yeah, they, they supplement <laughs> their diets with fucking barometric pressure. Humidity? <laughs> Take it away. Delicious. They have strange habits. Why and how Weirmax feed on the magical energy of the natural world has baffled sages and scholars throughout the centuries. Though, it's clear that the energy Weirmax consume grants them their magical abilities. Some sages point to magical experimentation on the part of an insane lich or Lord. Come on, folks. Stop experimenting with shit. stop. While others past this. While others lay the blame at the feet of the gods, believing the Weirinax to be some form of divine punishment for the misusing uh, uh, what, for misusing <laughs> the land. Many druids, however, speculate the Weirinax is an integral part of the natural order. Just as death and decay are part of the life cycle, so too is the Weirinax part of the land's natural cycle. Huh. Interesting. So. Oh, dang. Yeah, these, these bitches are smart. Uh, the large monstrosity. They got a 15 natural armor, 114 uh, hit points, 30 foot walking, 60 foot flying with them big old wings. Woo. Yeah, they're kind of stacked on on stats too. Yeah. Look at that. They got 18 strength and con, 16 dex, 14 charisma. <laughs> yeah, fuck. They're pretty beefy. Lowest thing is their int at a 10. 
Go I with would, Dex and wisdom saving throws. Go with athletics, perception, stealth. They're resistant to force damage. Neat. Dark vision up to 60 feet. These things are kind of killer. And they understand co- uh, common but can't speak. Huh. Challenge rating of six. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they've got magical resistance. They have an advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Makes sense. And they have a pounce when they move at least 60, uh, sorry, 20 feet straight toward a a creature and then hits it with a claw attack on the same turn. The target must succeed on a DC 15 uh, strength save or be knocked prone. If the target is prone, the weird axe can make one more, well, one bite attack against it as a bonus action. Chop. Things are intense. They make three attacks. Oh, no. One with its bite, two with its claws, and then it can make another bite with its uh, bonus if it if it knocks, knocks it you over. Uh, dang. Bite is uh, D10 plus four. Claws D6 plus four. They have something called Arcane Bombardment. Okay. It's a recharge only on a six. The Weirinax unleashes an explosion of multicolored arcane energy from its outstretched wings. Tight. Each creature within 20 feet of the Weirinax must make a DC 15 deck save. On a failure, a uh, creature takes 21 or 6d6 force damage and is stunned until the end of its turn. Wow. Well, the end of its next turn. On a success, a creature takes half the damage and isn't stunned. That's and then twi- potent. That is. Yeah, it, that's, it's not quite a, like a fireball, but it's close. Yeah, the stun really. Yeah, the fuck stun you is up. a big one. Yeah, that leaves you open to a, you know, f- advantage on, up almost four attacks maybe. Yeah, Jesus. So, where next taps into the power inherent in the land around it, it regains thirteen or three d eight HP and is freed uh, from any disease, poison, blindness, or deafness. It heals That's itself it using barometric pressure. Using barometric pressure, it just. <laughs> Ah, it's human today. And delicious. Then, delicious. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it looks like it, it has was a going to rain. <laughs> yeah, one carries it looks around like it, it has a cigar, but it's just a straw. <laughs> like big boba straw. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's that uncut shit. So these things are kind of rad. Like they're yeah, just like weird. Not quite nature guardians, but yeah. Like, they, what's they their sit, deal? I don't know. They sit in a weird place. Like I need a I need a ninth world creaturey thing where I need I need a thing what their motive is. Because mm-hmm. are they just cruising around, just just trying to survive? Just I think being, they're just doing their thing. Just doing their thing, and their thing just happens to be weirdly disruptive to like parts of the natural order but like not even weirdly disruptive like you know the the druids are, are think that it's chill i suppose you know? but yeah i mean like it's, like they're not they, like being super harmful i suppose no. they just kind of tweak things yeah i mean like you know when someone walks around and you know kills a bunch of like rabbits and shit like yeah they're not no, they're I, not terribly upsetting things but like yeah I hear you. It's, yeah they sit in a weird place they're just a little chaotic. Tobias, Mother- what's wrong? Mother- the next drank the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> what? You heard me. They drank the whole damn thing. These things, these things make me feel more like they would like the waterfall is going up now. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I don't know. They turned the entire stream around. Like they that that's the kind of shit I would expect these things to do. Like yeah. currents change directions. Like it's snow. It briefly like snows for a day in the middle yeah. of summer. Like nothing necessarily like bad or inherently harmful. Just wrong. Yeah, just odd. So yeah, what do you think? Uh, uh cool, cool friend. I think they would make decent pets. Um. I would be wary of magic users having yeah. these as pets because if they seem to disrupt magical energy, like the weave, if you will, yeah. then like I don't know how that would affect your personal magic. Well, like, I don't know if it's the weave, but it's specifically of the natural world. It's so, like if you're a druid and you're growing shit everywhere, yeah, it might be a little difficult. But if if we're talking about like, because like, yeah, it all depends on your verse, honestly. Yeah. Like, 
ley lines in a lot of verses can like have effects on the world on, yeah, on things like mentioned here like growth rates grows. and weather patterns yeah um so you know Wild. if if a if a is slurping up on ley line loose ley energy then like just be careful about what sort of how you got to take your relationship with ley energy under consideration is all we're saying yeah. Yeah, because they sometimes they walk around, they just fucking caprice on the planet, and you know that when the when the ley line's gone, then we'll, where are we all at? <laughs> sometimes you just caprice on the whole planet. Yes, hey, sometimes hey, caprice on the planet is a good band name. <laughs> caprice on the planet. I think well, I yeah, decent pet. Killer. Just just think just think about it. They're pretty cute. Like I gotta say. Like, they're pretty I, I, cute. They're pretty cute. Like I kind, like I dig it. Like, those wings are beautiful. Like way to go. Positively okay. bussin'. Bussin'. <laughs> I stamp of mild approval. All right. Well, there we go. Chink. Chink. I love it. All right. Ad break. Ad break. Woo. Jordan, hit the ad. Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway, your one-stop shop for all your discount spell, component, and arcane item needs. We understand the best spells cost an arm and a leg, but Shifty Mercutio's, they only cost a finger. <laughs> Just kidding, <laughs> sorta. Anyway, our shelves are stuffed to the brim with a premier line of locally resourced spell components, gently used magical foci, and a bunch of dusty books. What's in them? I don't know. Only one way to find out. You sword swingers tired of reaching for that rinky-dink crossbow every time something with wings shows up? Well, that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every magical what's it in the shop will work almost every time. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, then take it from some of these savvy shoppers who definitely didn't get duped. My party's fighter now has to spend even longer waiting for resurrection. Thanks to Shifty Mercutio's knockoff diamonds. Never shopping here again. I thought I struck a great deal with this wand that was said to have been found on the body of a great wizard. The proprietor neglected to say that the wizard was still alive. I'm now down one wand and 100 gold. Fuck directly off. I went in to buy a component pouch for spells. The pouch was just full of weed. Three out of five. Brings tears to the eye. So, if you're in the market for half the spell components you need at half the price, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get, don't throw a fit. All right. <laughs> oh. So, gang... We're going back into the the bazaar. Zach, what what have you found? What is this thing? I I give to you the Murgric. Yeah. You've presented me with something. Let's let's break it down into its base parts, shall we? Let's start it starts with a crocodile. Yeah. Or an alligator. Let's go with alligator. One of those. Well, yeah, it says alligator right there. Its front legs are kind of outstretched like uh, one would do if you were pretending to be an airplane. Yeah. Let's stick in the head zone. It looks like there's a little head coming off the top, like a little... You, have you seen Beetlejuice? Yeah. It looks like the sandworm a little bit. Yeah, or like the thing that pops out of the like alien from Alien. Yeah. The little thing that comes out of its mouth. The little baby xenomorph, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The little man. Yeah, that's actually exactly what it is. The, yeah. The, but, it, but it's not in its mouth. It's coming out of its forehead. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, there are some wings, but it's like... Got, it's got wings. But I can't tell if the wings are attached to the front arms or not. I think so. Are there... <sighs> this thing confuses and alarms me. There are some wings, like, and not like flappy wings, but like glidey wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the back legs are normal. The tummy's got a mouth in it. It does have a mouth in the tummy. The tummy, the tummy has a big a maw. 
and then the butt <laughs> is like it's like a dozen tails. I don't know that, if it's a d- dozen or if it's Jets just illustrating that it's like helicopter. I, but that's the thing is, it, they, uh, based on the sketch here, they appear to be in motion, like a propeller. Uh, yeah, it says right here, in a tail made up of a dozen spinning tentacles, uh, tentacles propels the abomination in flight. This there's a lot going on. This is a very busy creature. <laughs> it's like hellish the, tails from Sonic. <laughs> yeah. The Murgrick. This reptilian creature is, yeah, is built like an alligator with two extra mouths, one affixed to a stalk between its eyes and one toothy maw stretched over its belly. A bat-like membrane connects its four limbs to its body, and a tail made up of a dozen spinning tentacles propels the abomination in flight. What the it. fuck <laughs> happened to this poor creature? You know so some. <laughs> You know some asshole made this. I know I look grotesque, but I can take it to the skies. <laughs> Murgricks are consummate hunters and prefer to prey on intelligent creatures. They relish the fear their appearance provokes. Excellent. And they augment this fear by generating terrifying wails from the stalks on their heads. Once they smell blood, they relentlessly attack and pursue prey until they or their prey die. Yikes. They are, according to this, corrupted alligators. Occasionally, deep parts of swamps cross planar boundaries into the abyss. Mm -hmm. Those who study Murgricks believe the creatures are ordinary alligators warped by their proximity to that plane. Their cruelty and preference for intelligent prey both lend credence to the notion that the abyss has influenced their mutation. And apparently, they are afraid of herons. Huh. The only known way to deter a Murgric from attacking is to introduce a heron, real or illusory. The reason a Murgric retreats from herons is a mystery but it may point to the existence of a demonic bird that preys on Murgricks. <laughs> so I was going to keep a herons around. Keep a couple, you know, just uh, on your land. <sighs> there you go. Ward off the Murgricks. That sounds like something that, like, Luna Lovegood would say. Yeah. You gotta, keep, you gotta keep a heron around. What? Wards off the Murgricks. What the fuck's a Murgrick? You wouldn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Flying helicopter alligator? Huh? They are large aberrations, chaotic evil, 18 armor class, 152 hit points, 40 foot uh, walk and swim speed. They do terrifyingly have a 20 foot fly speed, which means. So here's my question, Zach. So on a traditional airplane, the propeller is on the front, right? Yeah. And with a helicopter, the propeller is on top of the thing. Yeah. And on this thing, it's propeller is on its butt. Yeah. So how does it orient itself when it flies is my question. I don't know. I'm imagining, like, since it's only 20 feet, it's like a slow, like, bouncing, <laughs> like, like a dirigible. Like, it's just like. <laughs> yes. And it's like. <laughs> like a gyrocopter from Warcraft. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it doesn't move very fast. No. And it it's kinda... still horrifying to see. Yeah. It kind of loosely wobbles up and down <laughs> yeah, as it goes. Exactly. And so does that mean that the that that is oriented up, and then so the mouth is then at the bottom? I don't know because it's got so the it wings. can snap you as it's flying by. Yeah. It does yeah, have the wings. Maybe. You're right. It's got the wings. Huh. I don't know, Griff. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is terrifying. Oh uh, god. Uh, it's got uh, it, its strength exceeds the normal limits, so it's got a. Plus six strength. 23 strength. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, plus four constitution. Uh, bonuses to athletics and perception. 60 foot dark vision. Understands deep speech, but cannot speak itself. Uh, challenge rating of nine. It has advantage on melee attacks against any creature that doesn't have full HP. Oh, no. It can hold no. its breath for up to 30 minutes. It has advantage on perception checks relying on scent. And it says here with tentacle flight that the Murgric flies by spinning its tentacles. 
if uh, it is grappling a creature with its tentacles, its flying speed is halved to 10. Oh, no. As I guess you're just wrapped up in the rotations. <laughs> Terrible. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> it makes three attacks, one with its bite and two with its tentacles. Uh, the bite is uh, a nasty 2d8 plus 6 piercing damage, and each tentacle is 1d6 plus 6 bludgeoning. Uh, target is grappled on hit if it is a medium or smaller creature, and the Murgric doesn't have two or uh, two other creatures grappled. Uh, they are restrained as part of being grappled. Uh, it has a stomach maw attack. Yeah. It can bite you with its tummy mouth uh, if you're grappled by it. If it uh, hits, you are also swallowed directly into the tummy. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and then all the normal swallow rules. You're blinded and restrained. You take acid damage at the start of its turns. And you have to deal so much damage from inside the creature uh, to force it to make a con save. And if it fails, it spits you back up. And barfs you up. And then it has a recharge ability called Unsettling. I think it's Uulations is the word. Yeah. Uulations. Yeah. A long, wavering, high-pitched vocal sound resembling a howl with a trilling quality. Sure. Uh, the sound comes from its stalk head, apparently. Uh, it's, yeah. it, uh, it unleashes a dispiriting wail. Each creature within 30 feet uh, that can hear it must succeed on a DC 14 wisdom save. On a fail, the creature takes uh, 21 or 6d6 psychic damage and is frightened for one minute. A uh, creature that succeeds takes half damage and is not frightened. Creatures can make the saving throw again at the end of each of their turns, ending the effect on a success. So, Zach, I think we can go ahead and say bad pet. Bad pet. Hey, 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 bad pet. This is a really Tur- bad pet. It turns out when you mix an alligator, a squid, and a flying squirrel together, you get a bad pet. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't know what to do with this. Um, I'm at a bit of a loss, I gotta say. I will have a heron with me at all times, and yeah. I hope you never experience one of these in real life, ever. Mm-hmm. Well, pocket heron. Hey, friends, um, if you're thinking that you might come to us to get one of these, no, you're not. We do not have any. We're not going to get any. Um, we do, however, in the gift shop, if you want, you can purchase. Um, it's a little It's a little uh, minor illusion-like uh, thing you can put in your keychain that will produce an illusory heron, just in case. Just in case, yeah, um, you know it's a a a, a Murgrick. We're not gonna sell those, but I will send you over to our stock of Gricks. Yeah, Gricks, great. Gricks, Murgricks, no. not great. Take the Mur out of Grick, and you've got Gricks. Gricks, which we love famously. Yeah, although our dear Timothy has passed on, God's rest him. God's rest him. The rest of the Gricks. Hit those tabs. <laughs> My friend um, apparently does stand-up, and he was talking about how he does a bit that he loves, like, tap dancing. Like, he has a lot of emotional connection to it. Mm-hmm. But ironically, the one song that you can't tap dance to... Is Taps? Is Taps. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very good. Uh Thank you, Connor. I appreciate it. Um, Yikes. So, right. yeah, I don't want to talk about these things anymore, Griff. I don't either. I just, I think the world needed to know about the alligator squid flying squirrel combo mm-hmm. and how terrible it is. Yeah, it's bad. And God, I don't know what I would do if I saw one flying overhead. I just wish I... I'd outrun it is what I'd do. I wish I... Yeah, it's not fast. Um... <laughs> Yeah, your walking speed is faster than this thing's flying speed. Yeah, a, b- so. a brisk power walk will get yeah. me away from this thing if it is yeah. in flight. 
Yeah, it's like in Tenacious D when the guy's limping towards him with a knife. He's like, dude, this yeah. guy's totally slow. Let's bail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last thing? Yeah. I'm really excited about this one. Now that I've been sort of you know, thinking about it, I think that one of these was in the second Fantastic Beasts movie. Yeah? I haven't seen yeah. it. So. Uh, so, uh, the, uh, so we're looking at a Zoyu, which I believe are at least UTP. Um Rooted in Chinese um, folklore, I want to say. Uh, yes, you would appear to be correct. Awesome. Uh, we've got here just oh god, the most resplendent, like big-looking tiger that's got these like furry sort of like. It's yeah, got like a a majestic mustache. It does, and it's got a bunch of a lot of extra teeth in there. But it's got this like lovely feathered like mantle thing. Yeah, and, you know, it, like starts in his chest and goes over the shoulders and off into the back. Oh, and then also had like it's tailored these long feathered sort of tendrils. And God, it's majestic. I'm in love. This thing is gorgeous. Smash. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So this elephant-sized feline. Oh, sle- yeah, elephant-sized. We love a big woman. Has sleek fur, four upward-turned fangs in its mouth, and a long tail ending in multiple strands like a pheasant. Holy shit! Yeah, it's so it- pretty. Familial bonds. Zoe, you live as mated pairs with large territories. The great felines are gentle and social creatures, often overlapping their territories with mutual uh, for mutual protection. Already, I'm starting off, and I love them. I don't know why I have such a weakness for creatures that are like they mate for life. Yeah. Like it makes me teary. It's, it's the romantic in me. <laughs> Apparently, they they have to do with good luck. Tight. For many of the so you are symbols of good luck and fortune. Ooh. The tail feather of Izoyu, freely given, can be rendered into a liquid, which produces a luck potion. The potion brings minor good fortune, such as finding a fruit tree uh, when hungry or shelter when it rains, to the drinker for a day. If a tail feather is taken without the Zoyu's knowledge, the potion created by the feather bestows bad luck on the drinker for a day. Fuck yeah. Such bad luck manifests as the drinker... Tripping over a too perfectly placed rock, or a lightning struck felling a uh, strike felling a tree onto the drinker's path. Nice. It's like yeah. not even like you're gonna be like fucked. Like it's just like little bad luck. Yeah, minor inconveniences. It was like God, come on. So I know that like they look like big, you know, intimidating tigers, but apparently they're herbivores. Oh. S- despite their fangs and sharp claws, though, you are herbivores. Their preferred meals consist of fruit, bamboo leaves, and insects. Now, hang on. Insects are not plants. <laughs> Last I checked. It's fair. The Zoyu can't survive on a very small amount of food despite their size. Zoyu, I love you, but this is like people who are like. There are, ve- there are vegetarians, yeah. but yeah, they still eat fish. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, huge monstrosity, chaotic good. I love that. Ah. You know me. I love a good chaotic good character. Got a speed of 60 feet. Damn. Face fast. Damn. Dex of 24. Holy shit. I know. Uh, Strength and charisma of 18. You love to see it. It's that plumage. Uh, (laughs) Con of 16, wisdom of 12, and intelligence of 6. Love that. Uh, really, uh, really good deck saves and wisdom saves. Go with uh, perception and stealth. Vulnerable to thunder. Interesting. Dark vision out to sixty feet. Understands common but can't speak. Challenge rating a six. Uh, distance uh, runner. The Zoyu is capable of incredibly fast long distance travel. When traveling at a fast pace, the Zoyu can run three hundred and ten miles per day. Wow. Yeah, that's far. Trying to That's, do the math on that. Well, it depends on how long you really you travel in the day. Yeah. Say you travel for like, you know, eight hours. <laughs> While you're doing that, they have a keen sight and smell, of course, advantage on perception checks that rely on sight and smell, and they've got the pounce. So same thing as before. Wow. Uh, if they got a 20 feet straight towards you uh, and they hit you, they can um, uh, yeah, hit you with a the claw, then they can make a, uh, make a bite. Attack as a bonus action. They got multi-attack. The Zoyu uses Ultra Luck. It then makes three attacks. 
One with its bite, two with its claws. Uh, so it's bite, 2d8 plus 7 piercing, and it's claws, 2d6 plus 7. The fuck you Jesus. up? Jesus. They got alter luck to zoo you flicks. It's a vibrant, multi-stranded tail and alters the luck of one creature it can see within 30 feet of it, choosing one of the following luck options. The Zoyu can't target itself with alter luck. There's bestow luck. The target has advantage on the next ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Zoyu's choice it makes before the end of its next turn. Cool. Or steal luck. The target must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom save or have disadvantage on the next ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Zoyu's choice uh, it makes before the end of its next turn. If the target fall, uh, fails to uh, fails the saving throw, the Zoyu has advantage on one attack roll or saving throw it makes before the start of its next turn. Wow. So if it fails, it then you, and then it makes its three attacks, its next attack has advantage on you. Christ alive. That's very yeah, good. Yeah, dude. This thing's baller. Um, if this thing traveled 310 miles in a regular eight-hour travel day, that is rounding up 39 miles per hour that it runs. Like, could, oh, for eight hours straight? Yeah. Damn, dude. That's wild. Yeah. It's just full full pace. Full, full sprint. Yowza. Damn, dude. I love these things. Yeah, I um this is I think one of my favorite things that we have looked at lately. Like visually stunning. Oh, they're so pretty. Holy shit, dude. The the plumage, the fur, the regality. They're they're they love the planet. You know where one of these belong? Ah. Vegas. Oh, with the ultra luck thing. Well, the luck thing, but mm. also Tell me that plumage doesn't resemble a Vegas showgirl. Oh shit! <laughs> you I'm know, just saying. You know, it, as soon as word gets out though about Zoyus that like they're gonna be banned from all casinos. Well, see, that's the thing though. Like, like it's like you want to have some good fortune for the day. You've got to like show up at the uh, the Zoyu Resort and Casino and like make a big impression. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if Siegfried and Roy had these instead of their dumbass white tigers, they probably would have done far better. Yeah, I <clears throat> these things feel like it feels like I want to play with you in the space, but it feels like a genie's curse kind of thing, like. With the whole like with the with the luck potion, like they have to give the feather willingly. So like, will it? If it detects that you're gonna use its powers for like personal gain, I mean, will but, like, it they're, they're relatively smart. Like like what if like that like that's just its vibe. It's they're like, also look. they're also chaotic good. I'm realizing. Yeah, yeah. So. it's like yeah, compete. You know, like you got to you got to do some fucking like American Gladiator style shit, and whoever wins that day <laughs> is you know willingly given a Zoyu feather, and then they can make their make their little potion, and then they go and they hit the floor, and they have a great time. You know what? They've earned it. Yeah, and with your with the luck potion, with the minor luck, it's like you walk out like you know. Maybe like, like what like two grand richer. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of like some say. like you're gonna fucking win a jackpot, but like you might make a couple grand. Like we're sure. just like it was a good day on the floor. Yeah, I had a blast. Zoe gave me a feather. Like you know, uh, I, I I made like two grand, got a couple of free drinks. Like fuck yeah, like that's a killer day. It was a good day. It's a good ass day, and you know that this casino, if the Zoe was there, like would be the most like. The fucking aesthetic would just be like it would be Hera's on crack. Yeah, the aesthetic is unrivaled. It would be so good, exceptional. I'm in love. I'll have to look for them. Nicole and I are going with her parents and her grandma to Vegas over Thanksgiving. You guys love Viva. Vegas. Yeah, we do love Vegas. We call it Viva Las Turkey Day. Um, <laughs> and I'll look around for Zoe's Resort and Casino. I for, tried Zo to, I for Zoe Zoe's resort <laughs> and casino. <sighs> I, I tried. I tried to explain that to someone recently. It was like, yeah, my best friends they go with their uh, family to Vegas every year for Thanksgiving. And like for Thanksgiving, it's like, yeah, man. Hey, I no one, no one's fucking there. So <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> 
That's just so good to me. It's so funny. Hey, the Thanksgiving dinner is always better at the Luxar buffet. Please. <laughs> uh, yeah, Zoyu's ten out of ten. They are elephant sized. They're elephant sized. They're so getting up. one through the door to the casino. Oh, might you be have a bit to touchy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might you do some draft doors like at a theater. Sure, tight. Yeah, all right. Boom. So, sold. <laughs> Dude, problem solved. I'm I mean, that or just, just, that or just, just a garage door really would be fun. Yeah. Take them into like the you're garage. Gonna have, you have to duck a little bit. Like, it's a little, a little but more, if they help design it, like, you're good, you know? Oh, yeah. They're, like, if it's their own bespoke casino, yeah. you're good. Yeah. They're, they're smart as, strong, uh, as Grog Strongjaw. Like, it'll be fine. <laughs> smart enough to hire an interior designer. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And be like, do you see me? I want all of this everywhere <laughs> god that is the aesthetic though yeah, for real though everything like oh like like the subtle tiger print like carpeting yeah, yeah. like the the beautiful feathered uh like, like sconces and stuff yeah, and like, like the, oh. the, the the tasteful like tapestries that are like textured the light would be like flowing and like Ooh. changing colors and there's not like yeah like a, like a subtle gobo effect yeah. that's moving exactly give you the tell impression me you're on, of like tell me you're light. on board now grant i listen okay look i've been i've been suckered into it's the like, aesthetic tell me you're on board i'm on board zachary <laughs> Give me all of this everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Yo, that's it. I fucking love the Zoe. They're so fucking fresh. They're so good. All right, well, hey, that we did an episode. There were some highs, there were some lows, but there were some highs. Yeah, and, and that's what matters. Tig- uh, cool luck tiger with feathers, better than torpedo shark or torpedo alligator. Yeah. It's gross. I got. I realized I gave myself both the nasty ones. <laughs> you you, you kind of did, but we and did. Got, but we do like I, yowlers. You got the nasty ones, and I got like the lovely, colorful, resplendent ones, and it's very and funny. Yowlers might be nasty, but we do like them. We do like we do like the yowler a lot. Actually, I'm yeah. totally here for it. <laughs> uh, gorgeous. Well, hey folks, that uh, that comes to the end. Like the end of this here episode. Yes, thank you all for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you as always. Uh, keep an eye out on socials at Pet Shop Cast on all of the different shows on Twitter uh, for news coming up for our con appearance again, November fourth through sixth, the Cade Con in Dayton, Ohio. Yes, check that out, acadecon.com. A C A D E C O N dot com. Check very. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a uh, shout out on social medias if you are that type of person or give us a like or review on whatever podcatcher would let you. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, furthermore, if there's anything in particular you want to hear about on this here show, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. You know, send us a DM. Uh, as Griffin likes to say, our DMs are so slideable. Profoundly slick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> gorgeous um, but yeah other than that check out our Patreon patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia um, you know you can donate and get some cool uh, get some cool rewards or you can check out our merch store at uh, tpublic.com slash ghostlight oh, no, what was it tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight links are on the website <laughs> links are on the website check it out hell yeah thank you to Cobalt Press for this excellent book love uh, it love coming back to it all the time Thank you all for listening. It's been rad to have you here. I have been Griffin. I have been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day, it's all about love, baby. It's all about love everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. (laughs) Ha! Goodbye. Thank you all for listening to episode 99 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Christina, Connor, and Tyler for your continued support. 
We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on The Silent Secrets, part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with episode 100. Until then... For real, check us out at AcadeCon, November 4th through 6th in Dayton, Ohio, AcadeCon.com. Check us out. We might do a live show. Bye. This has been a Ghostlight Media production.